So I want to get your insight on this when you were talking about caring about people and, and leading them. So I actually had a conversation, I think last week with one of my directors and um, we were discussing this idea of, you know, I was asking about his individual contributors and, and all of that. I, I had asked him something, I think along the lines of, well, yeah, like which person on your team is a morning person or like what, you know, who, who wakes up early or who's the person that's like the night owl and stuff like that. And you know, he said something along the lines of what well, that doesn't really, you know, matter. Like we just focus on in our one-on-ones, we just focus on their metrics and like if they're hitting their goals and things like that. And I said, well, I, I said, I, I heard this one speaker in personal development one time say the, the idea that you can manage or lead somebody without knowing who they are and caring for them is, is a myth. Like you have to know who they are and care for them in order to, to lead them. And so I was just, giving him examples and like talking with him about this, I felt like I was kind of fishing around because the the problem is that it's not a science because if I say like get to know them, it's not like you can, well, some people might take that as like, and you know, let's have a meeting all of a sudden start interrogating them. It's, it's this really weird. Yeah. 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 What are your kids' names? Yeah. 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 So how do you, and I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but, but how would you go about explaining to a, to a new leader, how to have a personal relationship with the people you're managing, but not crossing boundaries. I suppose one of the things that I do is when people are trying to decide whether they want to go into management, I try to pressure test the why. And so when I went into management, I just fell ass backwards into it. You know what I mean? You, you do good on it. When you start out, you know, you write code, you build systems, you do good at that. You get responsibility for a larger system before you know it you're leading others in a technical fashion and then before you know it people are like hey you want to manage people and it just seems like okay that's the next rung on the ladder let me try that um but that's usually not a great recipe for success but the truth is that a, a lot of us that's how we get started and in hindsight you look back and you realize wow i've made a lot of mistakes um but i'm glad that somebody gave me the opportunity to try that but ultimately when somebody's, somebody says, oh, I want to be a manager or I want to lead larger teams or, you know, whatever, whatever the thing may be, I try to tease apart the why. And so if you ask, you know, if you say, if you try, you try to tease apart, like, what are your motivations? You know, well, hey, what do you think this is going to look like? Um, oh, well, you know, I'll get to call the shots. And, um, you know, obviously there's there's elements of um being a manager is, you know, generally a manager has to be a leader. A leader does not have to be a manager. But there are parts of being a manager, if you've never done it before, that might seem attractive. Oh, they got to make the call on X. Or, oh, they got to, you know, set somebody's performance review rating, and that has a lot of impact. Um, but the truth is, most of the time, the job of a, of a manager isn't... Um, it isn't always directly rewarding. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it that's thankless. There's you know you got to approve expense reports and timesheets and um, and and deal with all kinds of issues between um, people in an organization. Help deal with them without anybody ever knowing. It's a fairly thankless job a lot of the time. Um, but the thing that makes a difference for me is. If I can affect somebody's life positively, if I can in some sense be of service, that that gives me a personal reward. I find that rewarding. And it doesn't 
have to be, you know, plastered on um, plastered on a newspaper. The the reward is actually for me is actually private. Uh, the fact that I was able to make a small difference in somebody's life, and so I try to tease apart the why and find out if there's an element of wanting to be of service in what they want to do. And if I can't find that element of wanting to be of service, um, that is enabling other people, helping them to grow, uh, unlocking business results, um, helping people to overcome their challenges and connect better with others. If I can't find that um, servant leadership aspect, then I, I usually call that out in people and say, look, I'm not seeing that. And, and my experience is that's the foundation of, of good leadership. Uh, so it doesn't mean that I won't support you in becoming a manager, but I think that th- that's a component that I um, that I think is an important part, and that you would either need to bring to the table or grow in the direction of wanting to develop that. And you can tell so much by how they react to that advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, "Whoa, hey, I don't want." It's like I don't want to fill out TPS reports. There, yeah. You know, there's all kinds of things that come with being uh, a manager that aren't always fun. And so when you paint the picture of what it looks like. I would say half the people walk away from it. You do have to do a little bit of a reverse sell um, because I think that it's different than a lot of people realize. Maybe in the command and control days, which I've never lived in, um, it was more fun because you had you know direct power. You could you know control all the things, but that's just not real life. At least not in the space of building software. You know, you've got brilliant people, people that are smarter than you, and. You're trying to figure out, okay, how can I help them to succeed without getting in their way? Uh, you know, and it's a tricky business. Yeah, I was struggling with it um, a little bit over the past year or two. Things got really, really good, and and I got concerned. Yeah, I know. What you <laughs> I mean. got concerned because I'm like, yeah. what's going on? Like, I'm always battling. Like, since the day I showed up here on this planet, like I've been battling and there it's just difficulty after difficulty. And I'll, right now I'm just in this calm sea and I'm like, I'm not equipped for that. Like I'm a wartime general. I'm not equipped yeah, yeah. for peacetime. Yeah. And, and then you kind of, you know, you, you, but while you're in war, you, you justify it through achieving peace. <laughs> and so it's this weird sort of uh, thing that I struggle with. And then I go, okay, well, I, I, I'm learning right now. I'm 35 just to give you a example of where I'm at in life, but I'm, I'm learning right now this sort of ebb and flow or balance of being content, but also doing some challenging stuff or having some challenge, like rather than it just being all chaos all the time, trying to, you know, gas for air. Now I'm like, all right, I'm going to kind of be on this lake, but I'm also going to have some fun. And, 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 and that is not something that is you do at once. It's something that you just constantly work towards. Yeah, I I know what you mean. The feeling of like, whoa, I you know, lightning hasn't struck in a while. You're waiting for the other shoe to yeah. drop. Um, <laughs> especially if you know you've experienced uh, tragedy in your life. Um, I mean, I I know uh, the tra- I read about some of the tragedy that that you experienced. It was awful, awful. Um, and I think about um, you know we've all we all have our experiences. One of my toughest experiences was my youngest sister was killed in a car accident. She was 27 years old. She was months away from her wedding date. And it was just like, like that, you know? And, um, and there are no, for me personally, there are no religious things that helped me with that. Um, we had to, you know, I had to work through that and in some sense work towards 
acceptance of like, this is the reality and, and look back at all the great times that we did have, you know? Um, but then like you start, if you have enough of those things in your life, you start to tell your story in terms of like, well, this was phase one and phase one was rooted around this tragedy. And then phase Uh two is rooted around this tragedy and phase three is root. And that's like a, not a good way to think about life. And for me, I, um, I'm trying to change that, you know, and and I, I, I will disagree with you for myself. So I find it very empowering to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I use it all the time. Now that's just, you know, me. Uh, but, but what I have found is things like, you know, holding my mom's hand as she passed away or getting hit by a car when I was 12 and being in a wheelchair for a year or, you know, all, all of these other difficult experiences that I've had. I, I keep them close to me. Like I'm not like holding on in pain, right? Like I've, I've, I've worked through it all. And now I'm just looking at it logically is, you know, they, they're important lessons to me and they, they remind me that no matter how hard, let me give you an example. I run a business, right? I'm an entrepreneur. Like obviously there's a lot of stuff going on in the marketplace right now. Hence, you know, your job movement. And, and so like, there's a lot of, a lot of waves going on right now. And then I'll, I'll notice myself getting a little bit like caught up in that. And then I'll just, you know, be laying down at night. My wife and I pray before we go to bed. And and that's how does that actually look it, essentially looks like us just talking about stuff and, and talking to God. And, uh, what happens is I realize that, oh, like, uh, that doesn't matter. Like (laughs) that's not nearly as hard as like letting your mom pass away in your arms. Like what a a down quarter. Well, we're actually doing well this quarter, but like a, 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 a quarter with turmoil in the marketplace. I'm like, so it kind of helps me set things in perspective where when I'm going to do something difficult, I was like, yeah, it's like, I've been hit by a car and had to learn how to walk again. Like this isn't, this is so easy compared to that. And so, uh, that, that's, that's how I, I will use it. But I, I do agree it. We don't know each other super well, right? We're meeting each other for the first time, but there is definitely some fine nuance into people holding on and, and with pain and, and using strategy, uh, letting tragedy affect their lives versus like taking it and, and owning it and using it as a tool of power. Yeah. So all, all the things that you said, I, a, I agree with and B I relate to what I meant was more like, I don't want to define my life in terms of it. Um, oh, okay. And, yeah. and so it, it's very, it, and it's very easy, I think on some level for me to do that. So like, Oh, that was my, down period because of X and that was my down period because of Y. Um, but yeah, I, I think that tragedy brings, um, brings meaning to your life. You know, there, you, you have to have a little rain in order to appreciate sunshine. And, uh, I look back on the moments that I had with my sister, with other people that, that I've lost and they're now profound. I can look back on the, those positive moments with like profound joy uh, when before they were just, just things that happened. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, on a comparative basis, I, I will occasionally think about those things to derive strength from to like, you know, how's the, how's the presentation go or what are my quarterly results look like with how did this performance review go? Those things pale in comparison to, um, what it's like to, to lose somebody that you love or, um, what it's like to have some other senseless tragedy hit you. There's a, um, a saying that 
nobody uh, on their deathbed, nobody ever wished that they spent more time at the office. You know, there is, I don't think in the end, um, distributed systems are going to matter much when I go to the grave. It's going to be, you know, did I make a difference in somebody's life? The ups and downs, we talked about the positives and the overcoming the difficulty. Is it possible that like those are all different experiences we can draw on and we need different ones at different times? Like it's not always you, like for example, if I'm in a really difficult moment, um, you know, the birth of my kids is great, but a moment where I overcame an incredible amount of difficulty is actually the one I would probably want to pull up to handle with that. Or maybe when I'm feeling like I don't have a lot or that I want too much, maybe then I can connect back to the birth of my kids and remind me the material things don't matter. And so we kind of use these different experiences, uh, to like to help you get through the, the lows and the highs. Yeah, definitely. They're almost like cards or pictures that you put in your back pocket and, you pull out the right one, depending on on context, and and, it, and it's not just personal stuff; it's also professional. Um, because obviously, I, I personally I think we grow from experiences um, if we reflect upon them. If we have experiences but we don't reflect upon them, um, then we don't tend to learn as much. And you can learn a certain amount from um, from books and blogs and talks and things like that. But in the end, you have to experience your own things. Um, and yeah, so it's, I can, I can sometimes feel the similarity between something potentially going wrong in a, in a project or a work setting. It's like, Ooh, this feels like, you know, when this happened 10 years ago in this other project, you know, what did I do then that helped me to succeed or what did I do then that caused me to fail that I don't want to repeat? Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's like those experiences. They're all sort of, uh, like baseball cards or something you have to be you have to find the right one and take them out uh, to, to help you in that context. Mm-hmm.